Hey, everybody. I'm Jen, and I'm here with my husband. Aaron. Hi, everyone. And you're listening to We've Got Ears. We're going to be your one-stop magical podcast for all things Disney. We're going to give you the inside scoop on some of the most magical parts of Disney. And we're going to go over some Disney news. We're going to talk about some travel deals, touch base on our magical mentality, give you that travel tip, and then we'll sign off. Yep. And uh, we both of us are itching to get to Disney World right now. So you might hear some yearning in our uh, voices as we talk about this stuff. Yeah, I was just telling Aaron, I'm doing the best I can to resist the urge to just do a last minute run for it trip. Probably yeah, our, we, ha- we have done a few of those in the past. <laughs> it's probably our number one Disney miss is we like to just get a plane ticket and go. We don't do a good job of planning it out, but that's kind of what makes it fun and makes our experiences unique is we know some of the ins and outs of making the most of a Disney trip. Awesome. So before we give you some of those tips, we'll get right into the Disney news for the week. All right. So first off, the red car trolley is going to be returning to Disney's California Adventure Park. So at that at that uh, location, you can get views of Buena Vista Street, the Carthay Circle Restaurant, Hollywood Boulevard, Sunset Boulevard. And they have a cool little setup where you can learn a lot about Walt Disney's vision and dreams that he had while uh, living in Hollywood. Uh, next on the docket, we have the new Disneyland Resort Hotel in-room celebrations that are now available. So just like Disney World, these are little add-ons you can add to your trip, um, either by working with your travel agent if you have one or just by calling the guest services number. And you can add these to your trip. And they're just little celebration baskets that put, get put in your hotel room with various themes. So the first is Mickey's magical birthday celebration, which this is going to be a like overflowing little bin of goodies. You're going to have a birthday card, a pin, a Mickey plush ears, and then uh, some treats and things like that. So in this, you can personalize things as well. So the next is the Minnie's magical birthday celebration, which is very similar to the Mickey's and then a Pluto welcome uh, amenity, which is a Mickey themed tote bag with goodies in it, a banner you can decorate your door with, some treats, a Disney blanket, and a Pluto plush with a Disney frame. So, all of these things you can kind of have the opportunity to personalize through Disney's personalization setup. So, if you do purchase something like this and you want to personalize, you'll reach out to the um, embroidery service and get that added onto it so that when you get it, you can have your family's last name on it or whoever's the birthday kiddo or adult. And this is kind of something fun that you can have placed in your room when you arrive or on the birthday morning or whatever like that. So these are really fun add-ons that you can add to your trip. It's always so fun when you walk by one's rooms and you see this stuff kind of hanging in the windows or on the door and you're like, "Those, those kids are having a great time. Absolutely. Like when we used to go on gymnastics trips, it was common for us to decorate our hotel doors. And so this is something that can be fun for those multi-family parties so that you know where everybody's room is and stuff like that. It can be a lot of fun. Really cool. All right. So moving on to the Disney Cruise Line, they're going to be offering some holiday fun for families with new fall itineraries for the 2023 sailing season. 
So from Florida, California, New York, adults and children alike will be able to discover the wonder of the holidays aboard the Halloween on the high seas and the very maritime cruises. And uh, you're also going to have the first ever uh, Disney fleet departure of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So another location there. We talked a little bit about it already, but Halloween on the high seas cruises, it'll be returned from mid-September through October 2023. And then early November through December, you'll have your very maritime cruises. Bookings will be open to all guests uh, starting Thursday, July 28th. So if that's something you're looking to do next year, you want to hop on those early so you can get uh, your reservations in. Yeah, this will also be the Disney Dreams first sale from New York City uh, as well. So there's going to be a lot of new opportunities for cruises as well as those just amazing seasonal events that we for sure love to experience. And so our itch to get to Disney doesn't just stop at Disney uh, theme parks. It also extends to wanting to get on a cruise. So maybe we'll book a cruise. Be for Christmas. I'll get a surprise. Hint, hint. Uh, (laughs) Cool. Next up, uh, it is Shark Fest time of the year. So National Geographic's Shark Fest returns to the Disney parks. This is going to bring photo ops at both uh, Disney World as as well as Disneyland. So over at Epcot and Disney Springs at Walt Disney World, you're going to find opportunities to take pictures with a great white shark mural. And then this will also be at Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel at Disneyland Resorts. Uh, Also, this is the celebration of the 10th anniversary of Shark Fest. So that's kind of where the excitement's coming and where National Geographic is getting all these opportunities in the parks and resorts. And then if you're not going to Disney during Shark Fest, you can do what our family is doing and watching endless hours of shark fest videos on disney plus so there's a total of 30 hours of original shark fest content as well as over 60 hours of just shark documentaries on disney plus so in our household we have watched endless shark documentaries within the last month yeah i may never go into the ocean again based on all the uh, shark shows that we've been watching but the kids are all about it and uh we did get to see some uh, shark teeth at a at a fossil place that we went to recently, and the kids are like, "Oh, look, shark teeth, shark jaw!" And they're all motivated about sharks right now. So get in there and uh, learn all you need to about sharks on Disney Plus. All right, so upcoming resort feature pool refurbishments are happening January through April of 2024. So quite a ways out, but just some announcements on which pools are going to be refurbished during that time. So the Fantasia Pool at Disney's All Star Movie Resort. And then Fuentes del Moro Pool at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. And then the Dubloon Lagoon at Disney's Port Orleans Resort in the French Quarter. So just keep an eye out on those if you plan on booking a couple years from now. Um, You won't have those pools as an option at those hotels. I gave that segment to Aaron to spare you guys of listening to me slaughter those pool names. (laughs) Uh, With that being said... Any of these pools that are under renovation while you guys are at Disney, there's going to be other pools available for you to utilize. So if the pool closest to your hotel room is closed, just make sure you touch base with a cast member and ask them what other pools there are on site at your resort that you can utilize. Um, All of the hotel resorts have varying pools and opportunities for you to swim. So you just got to touch base with a cast member and find out where you can go. 
Yeah, I think a minimum number of pools I've ever seen at a Disney resort we stayed at was three, and they were massive. So, like, you will never be wanting for pools at, at Disney hotels. Absolutely. I agree. Next up is Magic Band Plus. This is launching uh, or did launch will launch tomorrow on July 27th at Walt Disney World. So this is a long-awaited announcement and launch for Disney. Uh, Magic Band Plus is going to be your newly designed Magic Bands that light up and interact. So these are going to be color-changing lights with uh, vibrations and gestures and things that you can do all around the park. So it's going to pair to your smartphone through the My Disney Experience app. There's going to be more than 25 designs available for you to purchase. And some of the really awesome features that are coming with the Magic Band Plus is going to be the Disney Fab 50 quest. And through this quest, you're going to go around the parks with um, Tinkerbell and you're going to help bring all of the 50th anniversary sculptures to life. So make sure you're looking out for that if you purchase one of these magic bands and that's something you want to do. The next is the Star Wars Batu Bounty Hunters. And this is going to happen over at Hollywood Studios in Batu, but there's going to be multiple magic band plus kiosks where you can scan and there's going to be various things that happen in regards to your magic band. So this is going to be an awesome opportunity for the Star Wars fans. And then the nighttime spectacular. So during the fireworks show both at Magic Kingdom and Epcot. The uh, Magic Band Pluses are actually going to light up and um, have various vibrations and things like that that go along with the fireworks show. So I'm very, very excited for this. This has been something that I have been looking forward to since it was announced. Yeah, this is kind of the big thing that I've been wanting in the Disney park for a long time is like an update to the just the general guest experience that incorporates technology a little bit better. Because right now, Magic Bands are cool, but there's not a whole lot besides um, using them as your ticket, basically. Magic Band Plus or 2.0, whatever you want to call it, it seems really cool and a lot of opportunity to kind of immerse you into the, the experience at the parks a lot more. Like, I, I can't. I mean, as a video gamer, I'm super excited about doing a quest in, in a Disney park, right? So this is going to be super cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. So there's just some opportunities in which you can purchase these Magic Bands. So they're going to be available at Magic Kingdom in the Emporium, at Epcot in the Pin Traders uh, Camera Center. So that's at the front of the park. At Disney Hollywood Studios, you're going to see them at Celebrity 5 and 10, as well as Tatooine's Traders. Disney's Animal Kingdom, you're going to find them at Discovery Trading Company. And then Disney Springs, they'll be at the Disney Pin Traders. Um, you can find them at various Disney Resort hotels as well. But my biggest advice here is just if you have a specific character or design that you're really looking for, it's going to be somewhere within the park. So it's okay to be a little bit patient and kind of look online and see what's available prior to just purchasing the first one that you find. Yeah, and just keep in mind, just like with regular Magic Bands, as time goes on, there's going to be more and more and more designs. 25 doesn't seem like a lot to start, but that's going to rapidly change as as these things catch on. I did have a question for you, Jen. So since they got light uh, lighting up and vibrations, do they need to charge? Do they need battery? 
No. Um, so my understanding is just like your magic band, it has a battery internal to it that uh, it's just going to last for last for a certain amount of time and then you'll have to purchase a new one. Oh, okay. Yep. So it's going to be just like you remember my Elsa magic band no longer works. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually it's going to um, need to be replaced. Okay. Cool. So that's the Disney news for the week. If there's something else that you guys would like to hear us talk about and cover Disney-wise, news-wise, you can go ahead and reach out to us at Magic Ears Pod on Twitter. Just drop us a, a comment. Let us know kind of what you want to hear or what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. And we'd love to uh, kind of shape this podcast towards uh, what you guys want to hear. Let's move on to the travel discounts for the week where Jen gives you a rundown of all the discounts you can get on travel to Disney. All right. So first up, we do have a new um, travel discount that's available, and it's going to be the last chance fall offer, which is going to be for uh, select Adventures by Disney um, opportunities. And this is going to save you up to $350 per person on select departures. And the travel for these departures have to be booked by December 27th, 2022. So with that being said, these are going to be kind of your last of the year opportunities for Adventures by Disney. So if you're interested in something or something's caught your eye, make sure you reach out to Disney or your nearest travel agent to get a quote on this Adventures by Disney opportunity because these need to be booked a minimum of 45 days out from your date of travel. So there's not a lot of time left on these opportunities because before you know it, we're all going to blink and Christmas will be here. So make sure you take a look at that now. Next up, all these travel discounts we've discussed, so they'll be a little bit quick. First will be Welcome to Happy, which is going to be at your Disneyland Resort Hotels, your Adventure by Disney early booking rates, your Fall into the Magical Savings at Alani, your Disney Plus subscribers, which is Stay in the Magic, which is still available until the 30th of September, and then up to 35% on select Disney cruises. Um, so make sure if you have an interest in any of these offers, you take a look because some of these are nearing the end of their opportunities. Awesome. And as always, if you have any questions, Jen's always uh, modest about this, but reach out to us and she can help you plan your next magical vacation and get it scheduled. You can contact her at jen at mousingaroundtravel.com or you can contact us at gotearspodcast at gmail.com or you can click the link in the description below for this podcast and it'll take you directly to a, a, a quote page where Jen can quote you what the trip would cost based on when you want to go and, and how you want to uh, stay and all that kind of stuff and realize you're not paying Jen anything um, this is all free service for you guys. So Now for our magical mentality. So this week, because of the big release of Magic Band Plus, we're going to talk a little bit about Magic Bands. So this is always a topic that comes up with just about every client that I have. It's, do I purchase Magic Bands or do I not? And my immediate response is always yes. We are big Magic Band fans. We never go to Disney without it. And anytime we have not had one or something like that, it is, we find it to be a little more challenging to either constantly pull out our card that has our ticket on it, or even when using Disney Mobile Magic, which is your tickets essentially in your mobile wallet on your phone. It's just can be a pain to pull your phone out every time to utilize it when you need to. So, 
first, we'll kind of go over what is a magic band. So a magic band to me is kind of like your key to the magic of the park and you wear it on your wrist and it's just got a little chip in it and it kind of acts as a, a proximity thing that activates a bunch of different things in the park. So I think in 2013, they first started implementing magic bands and you basically link it to your park ticket and then it allows you to do a whole bunch of stuff within the park without having to, like Jen said, get your actual ticket out or um, use your phone to do all that. So it's very simple. You just scan your wrist on all kinds of stuff. It'll let you into lightning lanes. It'll automatically scan you onto a ride. So it takes a picture of you and it knows that it's you. So it links it to your account and you don't even have to worry about it. It's kind of one of the things that makes the Disney park a stand out from a lot of the other parks is the magic band system because it's integrated within so many different things, whether that be using it to pay for your food or um, getting into the lightning lanes like we already talked about. So it's a really cool addition to the park that kind of makes it a little more immersive. And I'm excited because magic band plus is just going to bump up even to another level. Yeah. And I think the crazy part about this is there's actually other places that have started to utilize something similar to Magic Band. So when we were at the Great Wolf Lodge, kind of uh, right before COVID started, they actually had something very similar to Magic Bands that people were using around the hotel and things like that. So this is a ease that has spread beyond Disney and it's noticeable. Um, With that being said, this is one of our favorite collectible items. So we both have probably four or five magic bands that we bring a few of them every trip and they really mean something to us. Um, With that being said, another really cool feature that Aaron didn't bring up is if you lose your kiddo and they have a magic band on, the cast members are able to narrow it down to a section of the park that your kid is within. So they have little RF scanners in them and it's kind of how Disney tracks movement of the parks as well as where, you know, things are kind of happening throughout the day. And so they can actually pull up, you know, the magic band tied to your kid's account and say, hey, you know, they're in Tomorrowland somewhere or they're in Fantasy World and you can kind of, or Fantasyland. And so you can kind of go to that area and have a better idea of finding a lost kiddo if they have a magic band on. So there's some really cool features and some, it just makes the trip easier. Yeah. And it also gives your, if your kid walks up to a cast member and says, I can't find my mommy and daddy and they can just scan his magic band. And now they at least know who to contact, right? In case he doesn't know how to, him, he or she doesn't know how to get a hold of you guys. Um, so it's a really cool added safety feature, especially for the little ones when it gets crazy in the park. Yeah. So, um, with that being said, let's just talk about like the collectible part of this. So magic bands, it's pretty cool. There's exclusive magic bands. There's limited series. There's the option to customize magic bands. If you purchase them before going to the parks, as well as you can order stickers on Etsy that people design to kind of help you customize a magic band that may just be a plain color. Um, so it's a lot of fun. We both have magic bands from limited series. Like this last trip we went on, I bought the Mother's Day and the Father's Day magic bands for both of us, as well as we have like the Minnie Mouse main attraction. We have a couple of those. 
And then Aaron has some of the Dooney and Burke magic bands as well. So there's just a lot of excitement that goes into picking a magic band that kind of speaks to what you're a fan of at Disney. Yeah. So with that being said, kind of a cool mentality that we like to have and magic bands happens to be the thing that we picked. But if you're going to be returning to Disney um, repeatedly, it's fun to pick kind of one thing in the park that is going to be the collectible for your family. So for us, it's magic bands. And it's been really fun to kind of every time you go into the park, you just you've got your eye out for that one that you want to buy on this trip. Uh, and you and your me and Jen are just having a great time being like, oh, I want to get that one for her. or he, She wants to get that one for me. And it's just a really cool thing to look back through. And we got a little magic band like display case through Etsy that we found someone who had made. And it's really cool to kind of look back at each one and remember the stories from each one. Um, there sadly is one missing from our case that I lost. So one travel tip that I'll give you if you're, uh, wearing magic bands is if you got a two-year-old toddler who's going crazy and you're having to pick her up and set her down a lot and she likes to wiggle, make sure your magic band is secured tightly. Cause I lost one of my favorite ones in Disney Springs a couple of years ago. Yeah. And remember if you ever lose anything you can always report it through the my disney experience app that you lost it and if it turns up they can send it back to you unfortunately with this magic band though i think it probably got picked up and walked off with it was a pretty nice one yeah pro tip also is if you do lose your magic band and you have your credit cards connected to it and things like that or you're just your park tickets are connected to it you can go onto the my disney experience app and you can report your magic band as lost or stolen and it'll remove it from being able to use your park ticket and your credit card for anything. Another good thing that we learned on this last Disney trip is magic bands cannot be transferred to someone else. So if you have a magic band that has been assigned to one of your kids and they decide that they're not a fan of that character anymore and you try to assign it to another kid, uh, it is not possible. So just make sure that when you're purchasing magic bands, you guys have a good idea of who's going to wear it and you assign it to the right person in the My Disney Experience app. And if you need any assistance with that as you do it your first uh, first or second time, feel free to reach out to a Disney cast member and just ask them for a distant assistance at one of those blue guest experience umbrellas. They'll help you out with that. Yeah, I was thinking about this last time we were there when we tried to transfer it over to Amelia. Or no, what Paxton and Landon. Yeah. And I was like, why would they do that? But then I thought about it and I was like, how easy would it be to scan into the park and then have someone else walk that band out of the park and give it to someone else. Then you transfer it and then they get into the park as that same person. So, yeah, it can be a little bit strange. Uh, So talking about kids and magic bands, let's talk about some of the options to make it so that your little ones are prepared to handle the responsibility that is a magic band so disney has released magic bands in the past that are on snap bracelets so you remember that 90s weapon yeah this is totally from (laughs) our our childhood yeah that uh you used to have or you know your sister used to have that should come around and give you a good red mark on your wrist but we have three four yeah i think four I think we have four snap band magic bands where it doesn't require any sort of like connecting. It's just Liam can just snap it on his wrist and it wraps around and then it stays on too. 
um, where it's got a little removable piece that has the little magic band uh, like center in it. And so that's a really good option for little ones if they're available in the park. However, this last time we were at Disney, I didn't see any of these. Yeah, it kind of seemed like they were maybe phasing them out for Magic Band Plus, but yeah, I didn't see any either. Although yeah. we weren't looking quite as much because we already have some. Yeah, I hope they bring them back with Magic Band Plus. It's just for sure a helpful thing for kids. The next tip I have is you can actually remove the outermost piece of the Magic Band, which makes it probably a good five lengths shorter. And it fits the smaller wrists much more comfortable. So we have one magic band that we've done this on. It's a Toy Story one. um, And it is really helpful. And it now fits on Liam's wrist really well. But you can actually, it's just a almost like a pull apart and peel piece of rubber. But the thing to keep in mind is once you remove this piece, you cannot put it back on. So if you have a kiddo that's right on the verge of needing it to be the bigger size, I don't recommend taking this rubber piece off. Yeah, and I'm not sure if this is still going to be the case with Magic Band Plus. Have you seen anything about that? It looks like AR based off of the design, um, but I have not actually held one in my hands to know. But all the designs look like it still has that pre-kind of cut piece where it's easy to remove to make the Magic Band smaller. Cool. And then, go ahead. Yeah, so we just kind of like to have a a mentality of getting our kids excited about this. And one of the things that I really love about it is that you can get the kids included in on it and it kind of teaches them some accountability. So what we did for Amelia, even though she doesn't need a park ticket to be in the park because she's two still, we bought her one and we just didn't connect it to an account. So then she can act like she's scanning it and the cast members are really generous and they kind of tell them that they can go through the line and their stuff is good to go because they scan their their magic band and so she's just all about it wants to be like big brother and then it also has taught our son like to be accountable for his own stuff right so he started out when he was about Amelia's age giving him magic bands and you know they would end up on the floor pretty quickly because that's the game that kids like to play but nowadays he's he's like the first kid to be like before we leave the hotel room he's like you guys got all your magic bands i got mine here we go so it's <laughs> it's been pretty neat to watch him kind of grow and be accountable for his stuff and and take pride and and have his little piece of magic as he goes into the parks yeah this last time we always like to give our kids each a backpack to pack for disney and this is the first trip that he has packed a magic band in his backpack. So he definitely understands the excitement of it and he's ready to go. Uh, but the biggest thing, too, is like bring an extra one <laughs> for, your, for your youngest kiddos. It's still very likely that they may drop it or lose it. So it's nice to have maybe some of the cheaper, just plain colored ones on hand, just in case you do lose it. But worst case scenario, if you lose your magic band and you don't have another one or you don't want to pay for another magic band, you can go to a guest experience counter and they'll just give you a card ticket to use for the rest of your trip. Or you can always download the Disney mobile magic and put it on your phone's wallet. So those are options as well. If for some reason you either don't want to go the magic band route or you sadly lose a magic band while you're there. 
Yeah, so that's kind of our general magical mentality when it comes to magic bands. We're excited to see how this kind of evolves and changes with the uh, the changes with Magic Band Plus. But uh, magic bands make the park a lot more interesting. I I don't remember them from when I was a kid. Obviously, they weren't a thing. So it just adds to the experience. It uh, gives you an opportunity to connect with your kids and talk about what's on your magic band and who your favorite characters are and which ones you want to get on the next trip. And it's really neat. And we've had a great time kind of collecting them and, and using them and teaching our kids about them. Yeah. And I think too, the biggest thing for me is I like the ease of it. Um, having everything on my wrist and not having to worry about, you know, do we have our park tickets? Do we have our room key? Oh, what about our lightning lane? passes did we get those you know oh i'm paying for food i got to get my credit card out oh we have a hundred photo pass cards that at the end of the day we have to upload or bring to a desk um all of that ease of use just makes it very very worth it to have a magic band to me yeah and if you're listening to this we have brought up a couple times that you can use it to pay for things this has a caveat you must be staying at a disney resort hotel in order to connect it to your magic band because it basically puts it on does it put it on your hotel bill or yeah it, okay. it's a room charge so it will just charge all your purchases that you make on your magic band to your room i've seen what a lot of people do is after a day in the park they'll take you know a lot of people like to pre-purchase gift cards from target or costco or sam's club and get that little five percent discount on the gift card therefore saving money that they use at Disney. And so at the end of the day, they'll take their pre-bought gift cards and they'll go pay off that room charged fee for the day so that they start the next day off at zero. Uh, We, on the other hand, just like to rack up the bill and then feel astonished at the end of our trip. So that's always an option. (laughs) Yeah, I will say be careful when you're using this thing um, because it can sneak up on you. But it is very convenient to be able to go okay, I got my phone and my magic band. I can walk out of my room and not need a single thing else. Uh, I guess I got my family too and uh, go have fun (laughs) at Disney. You can go to the pool without needing to carry your wallet and ID and all that stuff because you got your your magic band with you and it get get you anything you need in the parks or hotels. Yeah. Oh, something else to keep in mind. Your teenage kiddos, so once they turn 14, they can also have access to charge on the Disney Magic Band if that's something that you want to enable for them. So something to kind of keep in mind, they can make merchandise purchases and food purchases. So if you enable that, just make sure they have a limit and they know what it is because that can get dangerous as well. I can only imagine 14-year-old me at Disney World. (laughs) I would have walked out with Five bags of stuffed animals. What? It was called a magic band. I thought I was just paying for it with magic. <laughs> the magic of credit. Yeah, not something I want to teach a 14-year-old at Disney World. All right, so that's our magic magical mentality for this week. Next week, we'll give you a sneak peek. We plan on talking to you about our magical mentality when it comes to Christmas at Disney. So tune in next week and you'll hear some tips and tricks and some mentality um, thoughts about celebrating the Christmas holiday season at Walt Disney World or Disneyland. It's my favorite time to be there. Absolutely. And now we'll move on to our travel tip section. Jen is going to bring you a travel tip every week to help make your trip to Disney as magical as possible. Yes. 
All right. Well, just to kind of piggyback on the magic band theme, I'm going to talk about those park pass reservations that you have to make ahead of time and just kind of something else that goes with your park ticket and your magic band selections for Disney. So park pass reservations were a post-COVID add to your planning of your Disney trip. So once you purchase your tickets for Disney, you can make your park pass reservations online. And so what this is going to be is this is going to be your selected park that you're going to at the beginning of the day. If you have those park hopper tickets starting at 2 p.m., you can park hop to a different park. But this park pass reservation is going to be for your first park of the day. So kind of my travel tip here is make sure you make these reservations as soon as possible. So the minute you get their, your tickets, make your park pass reservations. Um, whether or not those are the exact days that you want or if you're going to make changes in the future, just get something on the books. Because if it's a busy time of the year or Disney announces something like Magic Band Plus and all the park pass reservations get eaten up, now you waited and it's affecting when you can do what at Disney. Next up with that is be flexible for dining reservations. So you can make your park pass reservations a significant amount of time earlier than you can make your dining reservations. But if you have that one restaurant like Space 220 or Olga's Cantina or whatever it is that you just, you know, you want to go to, you might have to have some flexibility on what parks you do when based off of your dining reservation window. So I always tell my clients, like if you have that one restaurant that you really want to go to, it might mean that you have Epcot on your second day of your trip, but now it needs to be your last. So it's just making sure that you come prepared and you know exactly what you want. And then being able to kind of make those changes when you need to. Next up, kids under three don't need a ticket for Disney. Therefore, they don't need a park pass reservation. So when you make your reservations, just know it will keep telling you something is wrong. If you have your under three-year-old on your park pass reservation and you're trying to reserve it that way. So your kids under three don't need them. And then... Kind of something else to keep in mind is whatever park you pick as your first park of the day may have a significant effect on any virtual queues you want to join or individual lightning lane purchases you want to make. Um, with that being said, if Epcot is not your park for the day, then you're not going to have access to the Guardian of the Galaxy's virtual queue. With that being said, you know, the only way you could ever get access to it is if they had deluxe hotel after hours and you're staying at a deluxe resort. Um, but with that being said, if you know for sure you want to get on Guardians of the Galaxy, you've got to have an Epcot day planned. Um, and that goes for any other individual lightning lanes that you may be interested in. But really the bottom line of this travel tip is do not wait to make your park pass reservations. Make them as soon as you have your tickets. Yeah. And if you're if you're not sure about where this came from, so Disney, they used to not have park pass reservations, but then COVID happened, right? And it changed a lot of things. So they required people to reserve which park they were going to ahead of time so they could, they could accurately control capacity to, to follow the guidelines of the CDC and all that. So um, as COVID kind of starts um, not going away, but kind of winding down at least, um, it seems like Disney is interested in keeping this system around because it probably helps them figure out, you know, where, what's going to be busy, what's not, how to con figure out how many workers they need and all that kind of stuff. So you still need to make park pass reservations, um, even if you're, uh, you already have tickets. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it Aaron's right in saying right now this isn't going anywhere. So Disney hasn't shown any expressed appetite to get rid of Park Pass Reservation. So it is what it is. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us on this week's episode of We've Got Ears. If you like to continue coverage of anything Disney, all the news and additional content, please follow us at Magic Ears Pod on Twitter for the latest updates and news. You can reach out to Jen Gibson at Mousing Around Travel on Facebook for a no-cost Disney vacation planning. That's no cost to you, and she can make it happen, make it a magical experience for you without all the stress. You can find more episodes of We've Got Ears in the coming weeks on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you might find your podcasts. And we'll see you guys next time on We've Got Ears. Say Say cheers. cheers.